Hello, I'm Sean Gilligan and welcome to the Learning Summit podcast. And in this episode, we're going to discuss the Learning Summit in Katowice 2023 and some of the feedback from the user group attendees. And I'm joined by Arthur Howie, Solution Architect at WebAnywhere and Vice President of Client Services, Steve Ding. Welcome to the show. And do tell us how you got over to Katowice and how the journey was for you. Hi, Sean. Uh, yes, we travelled to Poland via Ryanair from Lees Bradford Airport to Krakow. And then we got our uh, taxi driver, who Tom Ash, who is very reliable, to then take us from there to the office in Katowice. Sean, yes, I had the pleasure of traveling with Steve um, to the airport um, where we joined yourself and Andrew uh, and then the flight over to Poland was uh, perfectly fine. Uh, I think it's the 23rd trip I've done to Poland uh, to see the dev center out there. Uh, and yeah, as Steve mentioned, Tomek, who's the uh, driver, is a, a very lovely chap. I've you know, had the pleasure of riding with him many, many times. Uh, and it's always nice to go see the devs and see the guys over in Poland. When you look at some of the presentations, including JetBlue Scholars, the British Safety Council, Cronerai, Babington and MCG Health alongside Medtronic, which presentation stood out and why? I think all the presentations stood out. I was really pleased with the effort that our customers had put in to actually showcase their systems. And I think the good thing was that they were all different. So although they were all learning management systems, they were all using slightly different ways. And I think that helped the customers to get ideas off one another, which I thought was really, really beneficial. For me, it was really eye-opening to see how everyone's using um, the learning platforms in very different ways. I think in terms of the presentations, uh, the JetBlue one, um, I enjoyed just because I really admire what they're doing there in terms of the uh, My Degree um, sort of program. Uh, and then also, I think the, the presentation by Medtronic as well, just because what they're doing is quite unique uh, and quite advanced in terms of how they're using Totra alongside a, an Angular front end uh, to give that sort of the, the best user experience and the best sort of balance of admin control and power. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed all the presentations uh, and it was good to see the variety. Now, Arthur, you did a presentation on trends around e-learning content for 2023. Perhaps you can just talk us through the highlights and lowlights of that presentation that you gave over in Katowice. Sure. So in terms of the, the content presentation, it was kind of broken into three parts. So there was gamification, virtual reality, and then AI. Uh, in terms of those, those sections, so gamification, it's something which a lot of customers mentioned to me. Uh, that it's something I want to do, but I think a lot of customers almost over-egg it. They think it's more than it needs to be. So in terms of things like, uh, you know, adaptive courses, adaptive learning, it's quite straightforward to do in Totra. Um, everyone's very used to quizzes at the end of courses. Um, and then, uh, you know, we talked about leaderboards. Um, that can be a good thing or it can be divisive, depending on your, your opinion there. Um, but I think it's about using those little things such as open badges, certifications, uh, just to kind of, reinforce that sort of journey, especially with some of our customers. Um, I think those techniques are really beneficial uh, to getting the best learner outcome. So on virtual reality, uh, I had the pleasure of seeing a talk by Tori Coward uh, over in uh, Orlando in November. And she was talking about virtual reality training and how that can be a cost-saving um, 
especially in some scenarios. Uh, I think a lot of businesses like the idea of virtual reality. There's obviously a barrier in terms of the uh, initial expense for equipment. It's also, you've got to have the space. Uh, so I think there are companies out there that sort of loan those things out uh, and sort of produce very specific VR content. Um, but it's one of those where it can save a lot of money. So in the hospital scenarios, there was active shooter training in the States, uh, which can be done repetitive, uh, repetitively. Uh, quite cheaply uh, in terms of training, de-escalating um, upset uh, patients. Uh, and then the other example was uh, fire in the operating room. Um, and they were saving, uh, you know, thousands of dollars every time that they could rerun uh, sort of VR there. Uh, and then that's done as a, a sort of v- blended learning approach. So uh, that data can be connected um, sort of with LTI, etc., to get that data back into Totra after the end of the training. Finally, onto AI. Um, I think it's one of those, it's almost the elephant in the room with uh, learning and just technology in general because we don't really know how far it's going to go, how good it's going to get. I think from what we can see already, um, things like chat GPT, which everyone will have heard about, uh, you know, it's, it's very good at sounding or, or writing in a way that sounds like a human. Uh, that's only going to get better as they further train um, sort of the generative text there. Um, and then uh, the other tools we looked at, so Synthesia uh, and a video, another video tool called LAI, um, which uh, I managed to do a little demo of as well. And they're very close to being um, perfect. I think the, the, the final 5% of that technology is probably the hardest bit to do um, to get it so that it's completely passable. But I think as they are right now, you know, if you're doing internal training videos and you want to have a presenter on there, the fact that you can use a tool where you can build a presentation and let the AI sort of generate uh, the video alongside that, uh, you know, in something that can take, you know, minutes or hours rather than having to schedule uh, a live trainer to be recorded, which, you know, takes hours or days and then editing that, producing everything, you know, it's a very expensive exercise. Whereas to use AI to do that, you can save potentially quite a lot of money. You can save time uh, and the results are good. Um, so, yeah, it's one of those. It'd be very interesting to see where that technology goes in the next few years, um, potentially even a little bit scary as well. So there's some good debate after that uh, presentation, just talking around, you know, the goods, pros and the cons of AI in the future. On the last day of the user group and learning summit, there was a discussion around the future of the LMS and uh, how the LMS can be made even better from a learning experience, including both a UX UI discussion and a brainstorming session. What types of things were raised during that brainstorm? And perhaps again, you could share those thoughts, those ideas from both the user group and the wider Web Anywhere team. In the brainstorming sessions, obviously there was a lot of discussion around the UX UI side of things and our designers had very kindly put together some new designs for each of the customers, which uh, which was a really good thing to do. Uh, another thing that came out of the brainstorming session was the fact that LMSs need to report better and they need to have the flexibility of reporting to allow customers to make their reports more bespoke. So, yeah, there are standard reports that you can pull out of the LMS, but 
It's the fact that they want to be able to tweak and they want to be able to actually get the information that is pertinent to each organisation. And I think that came out quite a bit, that, that reporting was a, a big issue and something that could be improved. In terms of the feedback, I thought it was kind of interesting. So there was feedback on reporting and um, there was also some feedback around content generation. Um, which are both fine and valid, uh, and there's definitely room for improvement in both of those. Um, I think a little bit, though, is that we got what was important to people in the room, um, which isn't necessarily uh, representative of everyone who's involved with the learning platform. So uh, the things that they were you know, discussing in terms of reporting uh, and content authoring are the things that L&D admin people um, need to be able to see in order to create the courses or in, in order to uh, check from a compliance or ROI or, or however you want to measure um, the impact of the learning. Um, if we'd have had uh, a session that was with users of the LMS, I think we would have got the exact opposite and then they would have been talking more around you know, good courses, bad courses, usability, that side of things, and probably wouldn't have thought about reporting because it wasn't important to the, to the learners. So I think it was interesting, that feedback, and I think it's very valid. Um, but I think in future, in terms of people like Torture planning their roadmap, uh, kind of need to look at a more holistic view in terms of the feedback there, uh, just to make sure that everything is getting covered. Now, it wasn't deliberate, but obviously the user group and Learning Summit clashed with Valentine's Day, and we ended up going to a Polish traditional restaurant. Um, which dish or which meal or which food did you like the best, Steve? And the same to you, Arthur. What was your tipple? And what was your favourite food? Uh, some some interesting combinations. I've not had sausage soup before, so that's a first. But uh, what did you like? Yes, the food on both the socials was excellent. On the first night, they did the most excellent steak, and they also did a fantastic starter. Um, so, yeah, all the courses were really nice. I think we had baked Alaska as well, so that was really good. But in the Polish traditional Polish restaurant, um, again, the starter was excellent. There were lots of different dishes, some that I don't know what they were, but they tasted fantastic. And uh, that was really nice. And again, the dessert there was the most fabulous pavlova that was really nice as well. So, yeah, both excellent socials. I think all the customers really enjoyed it and uh, I'd love to do it again. Yeah, as Steve said, the food um, and the drink was excellent. So on the first uh, night, I went to Brova uh, Mariatska, which is on Mariatska Street in Poland, which is kind of um, the place in Katowice where everything sort of happens uh, on a night. Uh, it's a very good steak there. Um, had some local Polish beef, which was good. Uh, and then the second night, so Slomska uh, Progisia, a very nice traditional uh, Silesian restaurant. Um, which again, the food was superb. In fact, it was, you know, the, there was four courses and every course was amazing. Uh, I think everyone was full, but we were kind of forcing it down because it was so good. Uh, the starters there could have been uh, the entire evenings of food, really. Uh, it was all, every, every single thing was really good. Uh, and then also um, the, uh, the Polish wine, um, which was very good as well. Um, so yeah, it was really good. I think everyone enjoyed it. All in all, it was a great learning summit and we're planning some future learning summits face-to-face and in person in London, in Leeds and in Chicago. So watch this space. And if you want to join the Learning Summit community, head over to learningsummit.com.
www.eventanywhere.com where we are hosting weekly live webinars with thought leadership and special guests. So it leaves me with thanking uh, Steve Ding and Arthur Howie from Web Anywhere for joining me on the Learning Summit podcast today. I hope you've enjoyed listening. And if so, do subscribe, share on social media. And until next time, whether it's the podcast or one of our live events, we look forward to speaking to you soon.